Welcome. In today's episode, we will look at the unemployment benefits and child support. If you were ever on unemployment, you will see and notice that the child support agency takes a portion of your unemployment. In an episode, we're going to explore how you can get that money back. When you lose your job during the time of your career, it's a very difficult position to be in. And often you have to rely on temporary unemployment, which lasts about six months to a year. Now, when you're on child support, it's even more complicated. Because despite some of your best effort, you may not have the skills or the education to find a new job that pays the same amount or uh, a higher paying job. And this you can fall on difficult times. Now, some of you, in order to rid yourself or get rid of your child support, you may consider bankruptcy, either Chapter 7 or Chapter 13. Uh, before you make that decision, you may want to look at, and we suggest, our video called Child Support and Bankruptcy. The unemployment compensation is temporary relief when you've lost your job. And under the American Rescue Plan of, nine, of 2021, uh they have decided to allow up to $10,000, $10,200 of unemployment compensation benefits that is tax-free. Uh, tax and that depends on your annual income. So when you're on child support and you're also getting unemployment, you may have to file what is called a petition for modification. And that is where the court determines that you've had a significant change in circumstances, which is you lost your job, as well as should that qualifies you for a downward modification. Unfortunately for many of you, the courts are very seldom to, you know, what they call lower your monthly payments. They'd rather do what is called imputed income. And imputed income is when they abandon exactly how much you make or how much you earn, and they create a number based on what they call the industry standards. Unfortunately, many of us don't know where that industry standard comes from, but they use that to create what is called imputed income. So here's a question for this episode. Is the unemployment benefits exempt from the levies of the child support or did Congress authorize the child support to take any of those payments? So in this episode, we're going to look at how you can get back your unemployment benefits because the IRS did not authorize the child support agency to take your money. Hello, my name is Chris. And in this session, we will explore how you can get back the payments that were taken from you as a result of child support. As always, you can listen to our, our channel on your favorite podcast, that is Spotify, Amazon, Apple. In addition, we ask for you to register for this channel, and please either like or dislike us either way, but let us know what you think. And finally, we ask for a donation, either through PayPal or Cash App, and this is how we bring you the information regarding child support. If you have any questions on this episode or any of our episodes, please feel free to reach out to us. Now, the tax refund offset is a different program than the unemployment offset. We also did a video on the tax offset if your tax, tax return was taken from you as a result of child support. We also have another video that's called The IRS Can Give You a Break If You're a Non-Custodial Parent and You Want to Be Able to Claim Your Child 
on your taxes. That's also another one of our, our, our videos. So let's explore what is the unemployment. Unemployment is reported on what is called a 1099-G form. That's G as in George, which is different than the 1099 miscellaneous form for small business. These are two separate processes. And we're showing you this just to show that there's two different forms. Now, the 1099 process for the small business is a different process than this unemployment. So we just want to, so that you understand, we're talking about two different processes. So the unemployment is reported on the Schedule 1 of the 1040 form, which then flows through on your final tax return. Uh, and as it said, it is taxable up to 10200 Of course, consult your tax advisor for specific details how you're affected by the, this uh, American Rescue Plan. Now, the IRS, Internal Revenue Service, which is a division of the Treasury Department, U.S. Treasury, manages or handles the unemployment in addition to the 1099 worker program. And they're the ones that's dele that has the delegation of authority over the unemployment benefits. So here's the statutory rule when it comes to decisions by the Internal Revenue Service. And that is, there's a rule that says the statutory construct that when two interpretations are possible, one constitutional and the other is not, such as a statute, the constitutional must prevail. And there is no indication that the legislator will authorize any unconstitutional procedures. And that information is found in the case law, Knox versus State, 586 SW 2504 out of Texas Appeals Court, and Townsend versus State, again, out of the Texas uh, Appellate Court. Now, Texas, as you may know, is in the Fifth Circuit. The Fifth Circuit consists of Mississippi and Louisiana. In addition, there's a, there's a case law, Supreme Court case called U.S. versus Tweel. And it says, silence can only be equated with fraud when there's a legal or moral duty to speak or when an inquiry left unanswered would be intentionally misleading. And this we cannot condone this. Why is that? The IRS is in charge of the unemployment. However, child support makes many claim that they can take your funds when they're not allowed to. In addition, I always like to say this, that the governing principle of our constitutional democracy is that all officers of the government, whether the highest or the lowest, they're bound by those laws, and they're bound by the, those federal laws as well as uh, the supremacy clause, and that's from the case law, Butts versus Economo, and United States versus Lee. And on this channel, we coined the phrase, the butts stops here, Mr. Lee. So let's go back to the supremacy clause. And why are we doing this? Why are we insisting on the rules on, on the supremacy clause, where it establishes that federal constitution and federal laws take precedence over state laws, even the state codes, and it prohibits states from interfering with federal government's exercise of its constitutional powers, as well as separation of power. That is, the power that's delegated to the Internal Revenue Service may not be confiscated by the child support agency. And again, we're making this distinction because it's important if you're going to fight for your unemployment, these are the rules in which you use to fight. And of course, the, the supremacy clause is found, Article 6, 
paragraph 2 of the United States Constitution. Now, why the issue with the unemployment? Well, as you know, child support uh, in 2019 fiscal year, the total collection of $28.7 billion, and they paid out to families $27.6 billion. That's a difference of $1.1 billion that the child support agencies, they keep that. That is theirs to spend however they see fit for their employees, staff. Now, there's approximately 14 million caseloads where this information comes from. So let's look at the states that, again, is taking most of this money. There's Texas at $4.3 billion, California 2.5, New York, Ohio, and, of course, Florida at $1.5. Now, we make a note at California and Texas. Texas has half the population of California, which is 19 million. California has 40 million people. That is, the state of Texas is taking twice as much money from the program than the next popular state. I've done several videos on this. I, I, again, I'm separating Texas because Texas has a unique program that somehow is able to make more money than the most popular state. So let's look at the enforcement of the child support program. There are many types of enforcement. In the fiscal year 2019, 72% of the enforcement comes from income withholding which means the remainder comes from, as you guessed, from your income tax return and your unemployment compensation. So here's a statute, 45 CFR 302.65, which is the withholding for unemployment. This is where you find the statute. It says federal regulation provides that the child support agency must enter into an agreement with the employment agency of the state such that they could take your unemployment check. And it's very specific. There is a contract, there's an agreement in order to make this happen. Further in, further in the statute says that the state workforce agency, that's the agencies in charge of this, has to have an agreement, with not only with the state, but also with the individual to make sure that, that they have the power, again, delegated power from the Internal Revenue Service to take your unemployment benefits. Tell me, how many men out there you agreed that they took your unemployment? I would say many of you did not. In fact, you weren't even told that there need to be an agreement in place. That's one of the things you're going to use in order to get your child support payment back. So let's go back to the statutory construct. Again, this is important. Because if you want your unemployment benefits back, you have to understand how the laws work. The Supreme Court says that's the plain meaning of the statute. That is, if it's not ambiguous, then it should be applied across the board. And that is Sibelius versus Clore, 569 U.S., and that's 2013. And basically what it says is, whatever the IRS says, that's what the IRS means. So if they says that you should not take the child support, then the child support agency may not take it. So now that we have the foundation of the unemployment benefits, how do we get back our unemployment payments? Well, in order to continue that conversation, we have to go to the childsupport.newzendler.com website. This is our masterclass website where we have a course on the unemployment. We have to move this conversation to our website because 
this goes further into the rules and regulations of the Internal Revenue Service, their tax questions, their tax issues. And this is public forum is not the platform to be discussing, you know, that level of detail. For obvious reasons, my channel could get shut down, uh, you know, for making claims. So we will continue that discussion on our on our platform. Also, we ask that you subscribe to this channel. Please, whether you like us or don't like us, please give us a thumbs up, thumbs down. Please subscribe and like us. If we reach a certain level of subscribership, we will conduct what is called How to Defeat the Motion to Dismiss. For many of you, Motion to Dismiss is when you file a lawsuit against the agency and you lose in court. Again, we're asking, which is a shameless plug, for subscribers. Again, we, we provide education on child support, and we asked if you have any questions or comment or you agree or disagree in anything we say, please send us an email. But we are asking for a, a gift, a small gift, a, a cash app of 5 to $25 or any amount, PayPal gift. We look forward to it, again, because the material that we provide requires extensive research, and we're bringing that to you. So here we are at the end, and if you want to understand how to get back your unemployment, we have to continue this conversation and our childsupport.newzendler.com website. Look forward to reaching out to you. Take care.